Today on episode 215 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, you may have heard in the news recently about the huge problem that Yahoo had with hackers getting into their servers and stealing data. Well, today I'll tell you what happened, what it means to you, and what you need to do. And you might need to take action even if you don't currently use a Yahoo account. Another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro, without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey, welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. You know, a big part of using your computer is using it safely. You don't want your information to be stolen or compromised, but for a lot of people, that's already happened. So I'm glad you're here today. And if you have a problem with your computer, you know I am the guy to call. I do most computer repairs these days remotely, so you don't even have to bring it anywhere. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's computer tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 215. So let's get started. Today we're going to do kind of a question and answer format about the recent Yahoo hacking situation. You know, Yahoo hasn't been doing too well lately. Hackers broke into their system and stole information for about 500 million of their users. Question, what information was actually stolen? Well, for this one, Yahoo has answered it, but with a little qualifier. Their statement says that these things are what may have been stolen. Probably no one really knows if Yahoo really can't say specifically what was taken, or if they're just kind of softening the statement so they don't look quite as bad as if they would just say, this is what was stolen. Anyway, here's what they listed. Users' names, email addresses, dates of birth, telephone numbers, passwords, and users' security questions and answers. So yeah, that's a lot of information. Question, when did this data breach take place? Well, this question is one of the key elements here, and it's probably the biggest one that makes Yahoo look so bad. They're saying that the hackers got in and stole the data sometime back in 2014, two years ago. This means that 500 million Yahoo users had their private information stolen and in the hands of criminals for two years before Yahoo even made an announcement. Obviously, if a company had a choice, it would prefer that an attack like this would never be made public because it makes them look really bad. Everybody understands that. But more important than their company image is their responsibility to their users to report something like this so people can take action and minimize those losses. But come on, two years before saying anything? Even if they avoided announcing this because it would make them look bad, now they look even worse because they let it go for so long before telling people what happened. Now, of course, you have to consider the other possibility, then that's the possibility that maybe they didn't realize it happened until just recently. But that doesn't help their image either, because how can you have hackers break into your computers and steal information for millions of your users and you don't even know about it? 
How bad can your security systems be that this can happen without your knowledge? So either way, it doesn't reflect very well on Yahoo. Question, does this only affect people that have had a Yahoo email account? Well, the answer to that is no. Yahoo actually owns some other popular websites like Flickr and Tumblr, and they also have a fantasy football site that's pretty popular called Rivals. So if you now have or have ever had an account at any of these websites, you need to change your password and security questions right away. Okay, so let's just get down to it. What do you need to do? And I need to preface this with a little qualifier. The, the precautions that I'm about to tell you about don't just apply if you're using a Yahoo account currently. These are things that you need to do if you ever, at any time in the past, had an account at Yahoo or Flickr or Tumblr or Rivals. First off, and this one's probably pretty obvious, is you need to change your password. And as long as you're changing it, make it a strong one. And that means just random numbers and upper and lowercase letters. And make sure it's not one that you've used on any other website or online account. Second, you need to change your security questions. Actually, when you go in to change your password, you might also be prompted to do this anyway, since the security questions and answers are part of what could have been stolen. Now, the third thing might be the most important thing. You need to think about that original password that you were using and try to figure out if you ever used that password for any other online account. Maybe you used that same password on several accounts. The point is, if you use that password at any other account, you need to go to those accounts and change the password there, too. Think about it. If your email account at Yahoo, just for an example, if your email was speedracer123 at yahoo.com, you probably used that email address as the username when you were creating other accounts. Like if you log into Facebook, for example, you put in your username, which is just your email address, and then you put in your password. So the hackers will use software to try to log into hundreds or thousands of other online accounts using your email address and the password that they just stole, well, two years ago. This is the danger of using the same password in more than one place. Yes, it's definitely convenient for you, but it also makes it really convenient for the bad guys to get into your other accounts really easily. And finally, my fourth recommendation about this situation is just don't use Yahoo. Unfortunately, this is not the first time they've been compromised by hackers. They've just proven over and over that they are simply incapable of keeping your data secure. I actually stopped using Yahoo many years ago, but for a different reason. That reason was spam. Yahoo could not figure out how to keep spam out of my inbox. And I'm talking about spam that is so obvious like emails with subject lines like borrow $50,000 and never pay it back, or hot girls from Russia want to marry you. Now, I'm well aware that there are lots of lovely Russian women who would just love to join me in holy matrimony, even though my wife and I just celebrated 32 years of marriage. But come on, any spam filter with half a brain should be able to filter out junk like that, but I think Yahoo must have gotten their spam filter from Craigslist or something, because it's pretty much worthless. That was quite a while back. That was about the time Google was just introducing their new email service, which, of course, is Gmail. And when Gmail first became available, it was by invitation only. They didn't want the whole world to start using it at the same time, because they were just kind of beta testing it right at the, at the beginning. So they just gave it to a few people, 
And then those few early users were able to give out like 10 or 20 Gmail invitations to people that they knew, and it kind of spread slowly that way in the beginning. I even remember seeing a Gmail account invitations on eBay for sale. So I've been using Gmail ever since then. I guess it's been like 12 years now, and I'm still very pleased with it. I almost never see any spam because it just gets filtered out to my spam folder. Anyway, the bottom line is change your Yahoo password and security questions and change your password on other sites where you use that same password and don't use Yahoo because they just don't get it. You know, I'd almost place Yahoo on the same level as AOL. And if you've ever heard me talk about AOL, you know that's pretty bad. And once again, thanks to everyone that shops at Amazon using my referral link, which is computertutorflorida.com forward slash support. When you use that link, you pay the same price, but you're always supporting this podcast with every purchase. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. And, you know, you can always leave a message anytime, day or night, and you just might hear your email or your voicemail right here on the show. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.